Okay, welcome to another edition of Salem Sports Podcast. I'm Coach Sanderson. Coach Martino. Coach Dabrowski. Coach Dabrowski here again for us. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we're going to recap what happened last night. It was a much better night, maybe the best uh, Friday night for the for the Salem area schools, at least at the 6A level. And uh, But we'll start at the 5A level with North Salem and McKay. Uh, Coach Martino, you were at the North Salem Central game, and we had high hopes for the Vikings uh, coming in. Both teams were 1-5 and five coming into that game. It was at North. You were calling the game uh, from the broadcast booth. Tell us about that. Um, there was a blocked extra point, or I still might be there. Uh, it was – there was a lot of – there was a lot of uh, – 2.5-yard carries over the middle for both squads. Um, both teams look kind of depleted numbers-wise. Uh, two big plays, both in the second quarter. Uh, I don't know, North probably threw the ball five times all night. But one of the passes was from third-string quarterback Caden Tigner to uh, tight end Isaiah Rico. For about 35 yards, they got him down to the one-yard line, and they ran it in for a six, uh, six-nothing lead. Their extra point, they had an illegal procedure penalty, and then uh, the extra point attempt got swatted back. Um, with about 28, 20, 38 seconds left in the half, the ball at right around the North Salem 40. Um uh, Ferguson, quarterback for uh, Central, threw a 40-yard pass on a seam route to their wide receiver that was wide open in the end zone. Okay. And their extra point uh, went through the uprights. There was a battle back and forth uh, the whole second half from about the wearing out the turf there between the the four. Yeah, about the 30 and the – 40, uh, a lot of, a lot of tackling and, uh, handoffs, scrambles, sacks, not as many penalty flags. There was one play that killed about 14 minutes in real time where there was a hold, uh, on a, uh, scramble for central central held. But North had two unsportsmanlike penalties that caused a hole in the wall in the coach's room two doors down as I heard the drywall crack and crumble because apparently one of those was a bad call. So the referees, two of which were from the Roseburg Association, by the way. Wow. The referees walk the handoff, or walk the hold back 10 yards, then turn around and walk off two 50-yard penalties, <laughs> and then 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 the game continued. Uh, there were still no points after that. All the points were scored in the second quarter. Um, terrific running by Anthony Valdez. Played good defense as well for North Salem. Isaiah Rico had a great catch. That pass was up over his head, and he went and got it, and it was too bad he couldn't ramble into the end zone. He made a nice tackle right at the one. Um, Jason Carter-Varey had another good game at – running back and uh, played a little quarterback too, a little wildcat action. Uh, it was a good win for Central. 
And uh, nail biter again, much like that McKay game we were at a couple weeks ago, Coach Sanderson. Yeah. There was chances right down the stretch. North had a shot, um, still had a shot. They had the ball at, at the central 40, but they ran out of time. Yeah, okay. Well, it sounds like, yeah, similar to the game you and I watched. Uh, the hard part, well, they get they get a game against – I mean, I think the coaches can keep them going. They play at South yeah. Albany, uh, who's coming off of two blowout losses to Crescent Valley and Lebanon. Um, so that's a game that they could look at and say, we've got a, we've got a good shot to go get that one. So yeah. uh, hopefully they'll keep it going. That was a, a, another close loss. They've had a couple of those. Um you know, recently here, so there are a couple bodies. Sure, I mean, friend of the program, Keith Barnett, had the had the wrap off of his arm for the first time, and he was roaming around the sidelines yesterday. So I think they're hoping they can sneak him back in to play a game or two before the season's over. But That'd and that would great. greatly help them. Yeah, that would greatly help and, and be a good deal for for uh, for him as well. Uh, the Royal Scots, after again those two big wins, they had a. They had a disappointing loss to Corvallis. Uh, last week, they go into a game at Dallas. Dallas is a really good team. Uh, they came in 5-2 and two, or 4-2. and two. Uh, Dallas's only loss were a close loss to Lebanon and a fairly close loss at Silverton the week before. Uh, the Royal Scots lost 35-7. to seven. Uh, They were down 28 to nothing at halftime. Um, and we're starting to see now you know, the, that league kind of takes shape. Um, you know, Norse playoff chances are, I don't know if they're mathematically eliminated, but they're they are virtually eliminated. McKay still has an outside shot, um, but they probably need to win out, and they play Silverton next week uh, at home, and that's going to be really difficult because Silverton hasn't lost a game yet. Uh, so... Uh, you know, we kind of talked about last game, next game approach, and how that's how that's difficult after a couple big wins. Um, now they're coming off of two big losses, and they've already shocked one team at home. Um, so it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But uh, Coach Dabrowski, after a big, now they're coming off of two big losses in a dis- in a disappointing fashion, I'm sure, from where they were hoping to be. Uh, from your experience, what did you? How did you approach a situation like that, moving into another another game against a really good opponent? Well, I mean, I think you, you continue to talk about we got to control the control rules and the things that we have control over. Um, you know, the, t- the tough piece is you're in the grind of the football season. The weather has, you know, it's not it's not nice and sunny outside, and you got the, you got the rain, and you know sometimes that can be to your advantage. I mean, I used to. Used to be back in the day, you, if you if you couldn't really sling it very much, you could chew up the thirty to the thirty, and you can slow the game down. Now, now with everybody having turf, it's a little bit a little bit harder to do that. You can expose a little bit more, but you know the tough part for them is you know Silverton. I think is a really good really good football team, um, and in that league, there's uh, they're going to have a showdown uh, if uh, both West Albany and Silverton get get through this next week to undefeated teams. Heading into that final week of the season to play for the league title, so yeah. you know Silverton's got a lot to play for, um, you know. So I think you know they got their work cut out for them, uh, but you got to continue to continue yeah. to control the controllables, and yeah. you never know who got beat up the last week, and you know what the, who's what backups are going to play. So yeah, you you can just control what you can control, put a good week of practice together, and and, and try not to beat yourself. Yeah. 
And and I think you know, kids are kids at and at any level. You know that Silverton looking at their schedule, they're obviously no matter what their coaches are saying, kids are circling that last game against West Albany. Uh, they're they're up for that game. They're, they're anticipating both of them coming in undefeated to play for the league title. Um, so they're home. Yeah, Silverton's that's a. Home. I mean, in one sense for McKay, uh, you know. Maybe you maybe you get you know some good fortune there too that Silverton's not really ready to play their kids aren't um, you know aren't aren't looking at that as a as a game you know they're looking ahead and, and anytime you do that you you know we all know in athletics that can be really problematic so um, well for the best for the Royal Scots and you know I think again it's a learning situation for all of those kids and and a first year staff that. Um, you know of how to of how to come off wins and losses, so uh, we're hoping for the best against against uh, the Silver Foxes next week. That's again at McKay. Um, the six A schools. It was a it was a good week. The Salem schools went three and one. Um, we had three wins over Bend area schools. Um, you know the Bend area schools are still kind of showing, at least in football, that. Uh, you know the, that they're not quite at that level. Um, I think they were hoping to be coming into that. That's two years in a row. Um, biggest game probably in terms of the league uh, title race was Mountain View and West Salem at West Salem. Mountain View uh, came in uh, riding high. West Salem again is kind of is kind of doing what they they've done multiple years where uh, they play a tough non-league schedule. And they come into it, and they they're getting better every week. Um, they they go into that game and win twenty nine to fourteen, which was a really big win. Uh, Mountain View's past two games was a thirty seven nothing win at Summit and a sixty seven to nineteen win against Southridge. So uh, they had to be going high into that game. Uh, just looking, I I was I was not at the game, uh, but was following along. A, a good friend of all of ours. Really, probably me more than anybody here, but Jeremy McDonald uh, was at the game, and I'm following along uh, his updates and passing them on to Coach Martino. Um, but he was at the game and, and was and wrote a good story, and we've got some stats because of that. Uh, Jackson Lowry passed for 200, 272 uh, yards and three touchdown passes. He's starting to come into his own, and I knew he was really talented from the you know watching him a couple times. Um, but they're starting to they're starting to click. It looks like uh, now and and uh, go into a big matchup next week. A um, couple other highlights. Let's see. Marshall Bray had two touchdowns for them. Um, Nathan Garcia had one. Um, off of a just again off of the Jeremy McDonald video. I'm gonna I'm giving him credit here. Good. Uh, was a great wheel route and a perfect throw for a 68 yard touchdown. Um, Coach Martino, first off, let's get our favorite. Let's get our favorite uh, Jeremy McDonald story from you. Oh man, it might be, it might be the day he told Coach Jordan Greenito he wasn't a very good coach. Yeah. basically, remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that when you put him on the spot and made him pick between two guys, and he did not pick Jordan, and Jordan was in the room. He picked. Uh, Coach McCormick is the better That's coach right. over Coach Granito. Yeah, I think Coach I McCormick is better. Granito's sitting <laughs> four inches away from old Mr. J-Mac. 
Uh, yeah, that's the winner. I don't think there's a close second yeah. on the J Max story. Yeah. He, uh, Coach Martino was was helping uh, helping me at McKay when when Jeremy uh, showed up into Salem, and I want I will take credit that I I believe the Royal Scots basketball team was the first coverage of Jeremy McDonald. Now you look at him and he's like everyone in the community, every parent yeah. loves it when Jeremy McDonald comes to the game yeah. and writes a story about their kids. So, I mean, he he's, yeah. he's filled a role that... Um, he overtook Billy Paler. Billy yeah. <laughs> Billy used to be the guy they chased down, but now it's, they don't know him anymore. Now it's Jeremy McDonald. And uh, did you ever coach when you were coaching? Did, did you ever get the fortune of... I want to say early when he started, it might have been one of our games. Okay. It's break. All I know is this guy showed up and was waiting for me out of the locker room, and yep. I, I kind of was like, "Who are you?" But he was a nice guy, and I talked to him, and he published it. I, I, this must have been what eight years ago or something. When he yeah, was, he, it was. It's. I don't know. So no, how long has he been long. going? Wasn't that long? Wasn't that long ago? Uh, Dean would know. Yeah. Dean's got it. Uh, so check your journal. <laughs> but he I, if I'm not mistaken, I think his wife went to Sprague. Jeremy's she wife did. went to Sprague. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dean would know. Yeah. <laughs> Dean would. So, uh, yeah, Jeremy McDonald. Uh, that was kind of a long segue, but I do want to give him a shout out because he does yes. that for free. He does. He, it for free. he is not getting paid, and uh, he is all over the crazy. Willamette Valley. He's all over. <laughs> I mean, well, right. I don't know how he did. Sheridan's never been so happy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's, he's, I know he has Talmadge Middle School. He's got. <laughs> Unless he's got uh, someone working for him, which I don't think he does. No. Somehow he was at both the Dallas and McKay game and West Salem and uh, Mountain View yesterday. Well, he so could have bounced to that one. He could have bounced to that one. He just kind of bounces in between schools. It's kind of crazy. So, uh, but anyway, I, I was, you know, I was glad about that. I also listened to the game on uh, KBZY. Which who I does that? Know. Who does those games? Mark Gilman. Mark, Mark Gilman, Gilman was uh, was given. I I wanted to write down one of his lines that he said uh, that was that was making me laugh when I was at home. Uh, but anyway, that that's kind of nice for our community to have those two things. Uh, so I wanted to definitely uh, shout those guys out. Uh, so West Salem now goes into uh, next week with a two and zero league record. Uh, again, I don't really know that the league is really that important to them. They're now power ranked at 13, which is a big jump for them. And they go into next week at McNary. McNary uh, is coming off of a huge win. Their, their biggest win of the season, I would say, against Bend. They're down 12-0 uh, at one point. They battle back, and it was a close game the entire way. And they find a way to win 28-20. to you know, we've been talking about them for a while. We haven't had anyone on the program. We, we really don't know a lot about their situation. But you pull up the league standings, they are 2-0. and Again. West Salem's 2-0. and This is exactly what happened last year. And people thought, you know, West Salem was going to win. McNary upsets them, and McNary wins the league title. They're 0-5 in non-league, uh, but they're 2-0 and in league, ranked 27th. They win a couple games. They find their way into the top 20 and, and into a, at least a um, a legitimate chance to win a playoff game. So they're right kind of where they – I know not where they want to be, but uh, kind of best-case scenario for them after a really tough based start. On, yeah, based on how they started. 28-20 uh, against Ben. I know J- uh, Junior Walling, Oregon State commit. 
uh, rushed for two touchdowns and a late one uh, to, to kind of um, seal the deal for uh, McNary at home. So, again, home game, West Salem, that's got to be the game of the week. They're both 2-0 in league. Uh, the winner of that is set up really nicely for a league title. Yeah. Um, Coach, Coach Dabrowski, uh, Sprague, coming on. Just again, we had Coach Minyard on. That's going to be posted <coughs> here. I think today is what uh, good is what Coach Espinoza said. Again, Coach Espinoza is dealing with uh, with a new baby, and and he'll have that on for us soon. I would do it, except I have no we idea. Don't know, we don't even know how to plug these. <laughs> yeah. It took us 45 minutes to get started here today. <laughs> so, uh, Coach Debrassi, do you have uh, do you have a report on the Sprague Summit game? I'm just I'm real excited and happy for Coach oh, Minyard. So happy. And uh, there is no Salem Sports Podcast jinx. That's no, there's not a jinx. <laughs> we had Coach Minyard on uh, talking about the the challenges and the struggle last week, and I that was my favorite. Uh, guests so far just in terms of how that interview went um so for them to get a win yesterday i think just it was huge and shows uh you know a lot of a lot of character and and heart from from his players yeah no uh, i mean the the staff you know has been pleased with you know how the how the kids can have been resilient and continue to come out and and, and get after it um you know just like any time of the season they're 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 banged up like like most teams, just because yep. you've you've been grinding for seven weeks now, but uh, huge win for them. Looked like they got they got out to a good start, you know, yep. got out and and led early. Uh, but something that they haven't been able to do is just sustain that. Um, you know, I know Summit scored a late touchdown uh, when it was um, eighteen seven, um, and then they scored a late touchdown to get it to eighteen fourteen. Hey, but something that I think uh, this team did, the Sprague team did, was you know they they they, they kind of came back and uh, were resilient and stayed the course and, and finished the game. You know, I know they talked a lot about playing four quarters. Um, you know, I know I'll, I'll give a little little shout out here to McNary, um, a teammate that I played with at Willamette. Uh, Luke Atwood um, was on the call for CCTV last Ooh, night at no. that game and uh, just recently got inducted into McNary's Hall of Fame on, on Thursday. Nice, yeah. uh, you know, a, a one of what a Salem's great athletes to come out of here. Yes, three, absolutely. Three sports star, uh, football, uh, baseball, and, and basketball. Um, played for some great coaches um, across the board there. But he was really talking to him. He was really impressed with – uh, with with Sprague and the youth of them, I know uh, a freshman, which you don't hear yeah. very often. Uh, Drew Rodriguez doesn't look like a freshman because uh, he's uh, really put together, uh, really good athlete. Um, but was really impressed with him. He had some big plays in that game. Um, I know one, he had an interception that I think ended up somewhat getting called back on the return, uh, but a big play in the game there. And uh, but he was really, really. Luke had said that. Just their youth has a lot of a lot of promise uh, as they continue to stay the course here. Uh, a lot of good athletes, a lot of young linemen uh, that have the opportunity that are gaining some good experience. So um, I know they say that the future is bright there. Mm -hmm. Listen to him, but um, you know a nice win for them. It's going to be a nice way to head into the next week. And yeah. you know if they can kind of take some of this, they do go on the road next week to Bend, which is always a challenge. Um, and playing, I think. A really good Mountain View team, but having a little bit of 
confidence is going to help this young team. Absolutely. And, and getting a win like that, um, you know, I just think helps practices too for these next two weeks. It, it uh, you know, revitalizes some guys and, and, and really, you know, rewards them for a lot of hard work. And uh, not that not that winning should change that, but it does uh, it does make it easier to, to show up uh, for the last two weeks and to play well. Um, so a lot of credit to those guys. South Salem uh, came off of a tough loss against West Salem the week before. Host Oregon City last night uh, loses 39 to 16. Um, Oregon City came into that game with just one uh, prior win. So I know that was one that South probably looked at and said, even though Oregon City's in a tough league and had played some really good teams, uh, still South, you know, got, had to go, go into that thinking they have a, a shot to get one. Um, so that's a disappointing loss for them, a non-league loss. Um, they are at Summit next week, which, you know, has struggled recently here. So that's a, that's a win, another winnable game for them, uh, you know, to get a, to get a league win here. Um, in terms of the playoff, you know, the playoff picture, uh, you know, really the, the Salem schools, um, McNary and West Salem are the two teams that are really looking at that right now um, in terms of positioning and where they're ranked uh, in, the, in the OSAA rankings. Um, so that starts to take shape with two weeks to go. And those two teams are, you know, are really battling for position. The other two, you know, the, the other teams um, are trying to keep their hope alive next week. Um, you know, and, and really if somebody could upset a team and, and, and get a win, they do put themselves to, you know, where anything could happen that last week uh, of the season. We, I know we've all been there with Coach Martino and you're at the end of the season, you're struggling, you try to, you try to look for any silver lining, you know, to keep kids you know, engaged and, and excited about coming to practice. I know I would do that quite a bit with, uh, you know, with kids, with, with the Royal Scots, you know, at different times. Whether we were, usually it was like, okay, we, we could get into a play-in game or something like that. Here's how we're going to do it. I would try to do that for kids, uh, you know, to help them, to help them going, into, going into week 16 or whatever we were in. <laughs> yeah, you... You play duck, duck, goose, yeah. dodgeball. You do what you got to do to get everybody uh, excited about practice. I would, have, I would practice. Have loved to see the duck, duck, goose game. You had <laughs> oh, we, Coach we had Martino. A, I tripped Izell <laughs> one time. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you you, and it's so tough with these doggone road trips. Um, South Salem's got to go over the mountain. Is that right? And Sprague. It's just tough to. In, when when you got that compounded, you got to be kind of a magician, um, motivator, psychiatrist, as well as a coach, right? Yeah. To get these guys to believe, hey, we got to go over there and steal one. They're not they're overlooking us. Uh, we steal one, try and get in the back door. Then we don't know what happens. We get to play. We get to be around each other for another week yeah. minimum if we can play it. Get in a playoff game with an uh, an opportunity to get better, especially if you're like Sprague and you got a young team. Uh, you push that as well as just hey, let's take full advantage of this luxury of getting to practice a week longer than everybody else um, yeah. and push the how good do we want to be conversation not only this year but in the future yeah um, so it'll be it'll be exciting to see what happens in the next uh, you know the second second to last week of the regular season um, 
Okay, going into next week, uh, again, big matchups as we uh, as we approach that. We'll leave uh, we'll leave the biggest one for last in the five A level. Uh, North Salem is at South Albany. South Albany's two and five. Um, North Salem is one and six. Again, the nice thing about the five A is they've all played the same team, so uh, yeah, it's well, it's kind of easier concept. to look and see no. like <laughs> what what could possibly happen here. And again, I think that's a winnable game for it is. Uh, for North Salem as they host or they go to the Red Hawks. Um, we'll start with Coach Dabrowski. Coach Dabrowski, South Albany, um, has some good coaches and, and runs a good program there, but North Salem's going in there. What do you got in that one? Well, you know, I, I think I think hopefully at this time, I know when we when I was on a few weeks ago, um, North Salem was looking to get healthy by about now. And I don't know where that's standing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and take the bikes on this Ooh. one. Cause Ooh. early in the year, they were able to go on the road and I think get one from Corvallis, yeah. Yeah. probably similar, similar type game. Uh, I think those get, those kids are resilient. I'm hoping they're going to get a little, a little uh, healthy, you know, I, I'm a fan of Coach Flood and what he continues to do there. And so I'm going to take the Vikes um, in a close one. Not sure how much scoring is going to happen there, but <laughs> um, I'm going to take one a close one, maybe maybe 13-12 on the road. I like that. Okay. Does that require an extra point? Yeah. <laughs> they made their one. Their kicker has a broken hand and played. He's a, he's a starting quarterback. Can we throw it through the upright? We might be able to. Um. Man, if if I knew they had Keith Barnett back next week, I'm picking him without hesitation. Um, even though he hasn't played in a while, that's a tough call. Um, but I'm with you. They, every game that they've had, every time they played a team that they matched up with close to talent wise, they battled them to the very end uh, with an upset mixed in there. So you got to figure it's a close score. Um, I'm picking them. Good call. I'm going Vikings. We're going. We're going. All three of us Whoa. picking the Vikings. I'm not picking against North Salem here. I don't. <laughs> I don't want uh, want that wrath, and I don't know anything or have any connections to South Albany. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, the Vikings. I guess in a slight upset, but not not really. I think that's a pretty even match going into it, and let's hope that uh, that North Salem can uh, have some excitement after their game Friday. Uh, Next game, again, two closely located schools, McKay and Silverton. I would say close in distance, a world apart. Uh, but the Silverton. Next show, you might need to elaborate on yeah, that. But we'll, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll just make our picks now. Let's not elaborate on that right now. Uh, the Silver Foxes are undefeated coming into this. Um, and they have a huge matchup the following week. We already talked about that against West Albany, where neither team has lost. Uh, the Silver Foxes may be primed for an upset against the Royal Scots. Overlooking them, what do you think, Coach Dabrowski? <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I think the Silverton team, I, I haven't had the opportunity to see them play. Uh, I'm a fan of Jordy McCarty. Um, sounds like he just keeps getting better. Is he playing uh, football? He's a quarterback, sophomore oh, quarterback goodness. there, uh, big time competitor. Uh, you know, and I think I, I don't think with what's over there and those kids and and that community and the people that are involved there are going to let let these guys overlook them. I think 
I think they're going to go into that big showdown um, in two weeks, uh, 8-0. So I'm yeah. taking the Foxes. I'm sure they're showing the film of the Leviton-McKay yeah. game. Because really, you look at that score, Silverton beat Leviton 29-25 in a battle. And then the following week, McKay upsets Leviton. So mm -hmm. if I were Silverton, I'm sure they, they're better coaches than any of us sitting here in football. But <laughs> – they're, I'm sure they're showing them that game and saying, look at this quarterback, look at him throwing these crazy passes and the excitement that was at McKay. And I, I'm sure that's the, the first film they're going to show them. Um, and, uh, but I hope they don't. I hope, I hope they, you know, they overlook him and start preparing for West Albany. Coach, what do you have? Um, McKay's got to keep – McKay's got to make it a battle. I'm, I'm not picking them. I'm picking yeah. Silverton. But they got to make it a battle because the following week they got a shot to win. And yeah. you can't let – I mean, I don't know how much if the wheels have come off at all after these two tough losses after they knew they were playing well. But you can't let um, two tough losses affect everything else. you got to battle strong next week, which I, I think they will. Um, Coach Piper will have them ready to go. But um, I, I think that uh, – they got a definite winnable one the week following, and they got to stay healthy and battle this week to, to not lose confidence, but I'm going Silverton. Yeah, um, just looking, I mean, the outlier for McKay um, has been the Lebanon game. They scored 42 points against Lebanon. Um, in their other six games combined, they've scored 46 points. So... Um, their offense really hasn't got on track other than that one game, um, probably to the way they would like to. Um, a tough matchup against Silverton, who's not, who's coming off of a shutout win against Crescent Valley. Um, I just, I can't pick that one either. I would like to, but I'm going to take the Silver Foxes. And again, last time we picked, we all picked against uh, the Royal Scots. They upset Lebanon, so let's hope that that happens again here um, in the 5A ranks. Uh, 6A uh, battles coming up here. Sprague, let's start with them. Uh, Coach Dabrowski, they are heading to Mountain View next week. Um, tough one to go over the mountain for a young team. Mountain View coming off of a disappointing loss, I'm sure, for them. Uh, Sprague, Mountain View, what do you got? Well... You know, I, I just looking at things I haven't seen Mountain View play, but looking at their scores and and the things they've done, you know, I think they're a pretty solid football team. Um, you know, I'm gonna pick as a complete fan here, Good. and Good. not out of uh, maybe rational thinking, maybe a little bit. And no offense to my boys there, but you know, I I love the fact that they've been resilient. They came back and got a win um, this last week. Uh, you know, I think those kids have been working hard and they deserve that. I'm going to say that this staff's going to get them ready to go. go over to Bend, um, which is a difficult task. You know, I do know uh, a team I had, uh, not very good. We went over to Redmond back when Redmond was in our league, and they retired Marty Lunin's uh, uh, jersey uh, and his number. Yep. And, uh, and then lost they, the Holies. They needed to, that win to get in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we went over there and we, we knocked them, them, we knocked them off and, uh, oh, knocked them out one. of the, knocked them out nice. of the playoffs. And Coach Bookin, who's now at Churchill, was not a big fan. So I'm going to pick the Oles <laughs> oh, to yeah. upset. I love that story. Uh, That's a great story. Upset Mountain View. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> to do their part, uh, and, and make it on a road trip. Wow. Okay. 
Okay. They might need you to be the motivational speaker pregame. Bring, bring on that bus. On the bus. Let's get an there. Algebra 1 sub <laughs> so we can get Coach BJ on the road trip. <laughs> Coach Martino, what do you got? You got the upset? You are helping uh, Coach man, I'm motivated. Spread. I'm motivated by Coach uh, BJ here. I think he's – no, I'm going to come to my senses. I love Coach Munyard. I'm rooting for him to win every game he coaches, but I'm not picking him to win this game. Yeah, that, uh, that's the direction I'm heading in, uh, sadly, as well. I, I, I think that's a tough one to win for a young team. I hope they do, though, and I'm going to take Mountain View in that game on the road. Uh, next game, South Salem at Summit. Again, two teams that are struggling right now. It's, it's at Summit. Summit's 1-6 coming into that. Um, they've lost three in a row. South Salem has now uh, dropped three in, three in a row as well. Uh, Coach Jabrowski, what do you got? Wow, uh, I'm not not sure. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see who does better open heart surgery yep. this next week and uh, piece some things together. Um, well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. I I think someone's gonna return home. I'm gonna pick the home team here. Uh, as much as I I love South Salem to go on the road and and get a win, I'm gonna say that that trip over over to Bend. I don't think has been real real plausible for yeah. the, for the Saxons in the last uh, couple years. So I'm going to take the storm at home. I'm going to hope that it's homecoming and it's a big yeah. hoop, hoopla <laughs> over at Summit, and they're going to do it up big, um, and they're going to get a big win on uh, my uh, fake or realistic homecoming game that they yeah. have this next week. Yeah. I, there is a good chance that's the homecoming game. Uh, they've been on the road the last two weeks. They played Mountain View their last home game. I'm saying that is a – prime homecoming game coach what do you got uh well now that inside information that might be true plus i like to copy off people that's how i got through college i will (laughs) just kidding i didn't go to college i will pick just like coach (laughs) where are you (laughs) check the transcripts is it good? Are we hoping that our the three listeners uh, do not report this, Coach Martino? I just don't want to forfeit my wins, my 14 wins that I had. I want to be able to keep those. Uh, I'm pick, what game? I will pick. I will pick uh, Summit to win the home game. It's they're two evenly matched teams. It's a trip over that dreaded. I'm picking Summit. I got nothing but love for the South Salem Saxons. Okay, so. I know you do. Why wouldn't you pick them? I, I mean, Why wouldn't you pick them? Maybe you could get on that bus. I feel like, Maybe they let you on I that bus like over the mountain. Three of us, that their community likes me more than you two. <laughs> That's, and yeah. so I'm gonna go. That's true. I mean, Coach Dabrowski was the spray coach, you know, so that they they've got that going in. Coach Martino probably knocked the Saxons off out of the playoffs. I think I remember one huge game. I'll check my journal. No, you had a huge game at South. <laughs> we beat Saturday them three Saturday. times one year. Three times. Yeah. So uh, I did not have a very good record against Coach Allen at uh, South Salem, so I feel like I'm really well-liked in that community. And so I am going to go South Salem Saxons with the road win over Summit. Okay, uh, the big game game, uh, this week is uh, in Kaiser. The 2-0 in league. McNary Celts against the 2-0 in league West Salem Titans. 
This matchup happened last year in a very similar setting. It's kind of eerie how both years have played out closely. Um, looking at it, I think West Salem is the favorite going into that, just how they've played. But it's at home for McNary. McNary has won their last two games. They coach um, Stanley coming into the season, thought that McNary was the favorite to win the league. Yep. Um, so that's a tough one and a tough matchup. Coach, what do you got probably to determine the league title? Well, I may be bringing the guys in today and making them watch the McNary game of last, last year, year. Yeah, and just uh, let them remind them uh, whatever might have transpired last year and uh, get their get their minds right on yeah. on what they got to do right. Uh, you know, I really I really think West Salem's coming their own. I, I, I got to see Jackson Lowry on uh, CCTV yeah. last week. I thought it played played really well. It looks like he's just really coming along as a quarterback. Well, let's um, let's think about. It. He's got two. He's got coach Stanley who has been, you know, the offensive coordinator there for years and a quarterback guru. And then you've got Coach Riddle coming in this year as the new offensive coordinator and a former SEC Division One quarterback who, again, I would say is another quarterback guru just from watching him at McKay. Uh, so you got two guys there that um, are really, you know, I, for Jackson, I mean, how does it get better than that at the high school level? Yeah. Like, no, I agree. You know, plus I, I just think West Salem's getting this so prime. It'd be interesting. I don't have the details on this, but Holden Whipple, who might be, you know, Close. the best lineman yeah. in the state, or arguably top three. Who knows when he his return's gonna yeah. be? Um, It'd be you awesome know, if it was this week. Yeah, it could be this week, but probably, probably is maybe a stretch. But yeah. at some point, I think as they get going, they're gonna get him back. So. You know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Coach Ramirez, Coach Stanley, and those guys are gonna have their guys ready to go on the road. Um, you know, the one thing McNary has, Junior Walling, is a, a stud, yeah. a, a big time athlete. There's a reason why he gets the um, the attention he he yeah. is because of how good he is. But I'm gonna say overall, West Salem is just playing really well and solid, and not not making mistakes. And the Titans are gonna get it done on the road. Yeah, um, I think you talk about um, watching video today. I think I'd, I think I'd bring my guys in and with them thinking they're going to watch last night's game, and I would put up and not say a word, only clips of McNary destroying us last year. If I'm West Salem, right? Or something that maybe McNary danced after a score. Or, just Somebody did one to get of these going. moves. Yeah. There's, something, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that you could show. And then just recording. don't say a word. <laughs> then it ends. You're only there a half hour. You turn it off and say, have a good weekend. And yeah. have people bouncing around uh, ready to go attack. Um, that's going to be a great game. I might even make an appearance. Ooh. If I'm not there, start without me. I want to make okay. sure because I might not make it. But I, I want to make sure they still kick it off. Yeah. I don't want them waiting. Where is he? Uh, I am picking West Salem for the win. Okay, I'm. I'm just. I'm going West Salem. You have too. to pick. Them I have to pick West because Salem because you're not going to be able to get back over the bridge. Yeah, that's true. That, well, I'm not e able to anyway. That's true. Depending you on what time we're going. You might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you might have people waiting for you over there. That's the other thing. escort, maybe. So, uh, 
Well, I'm taking him because we can't get McNary on the podcast. That's why, Maybe listen, this I don't want to say that, yeah. but that's why I, I think You know it. I'm the one that's going to say it. Of course. Hey, let's hope that this motivates the Celts to come on. If we've got one community member listening to this yes. podcast at Kaiser. I dare you. Let's get some, some Celtics on next week and, and rub it in our all of our faces yep. when, they, when they find a way to win at home against the Titans and win another league title and say, I told you so. Yep. Uh, I am going to take West Salem though as well in that game, and uh, I hope it's a good game. I hope it's I hope it's close and it comes down to um, you know a play at the end. But I got the the Titans as well, so that would be you know the, probably the game to go to if anyone doesn't have a dog in the fight and just wants to go watch a good game. That's probably the one to go see. Um, but to like I said to. Uh, geographically close teams in Silverton and McKay. So that should be a good crowd uh, in Northeast Salem. And, uh, you know, then we have South Salem and Sprague traveling um, on the road and as well as North Salem going to South Albany. So uh, those are the options for next week. Uh, We appreciate you listening. And uh, again, let's get some, let's get some McNary Celtics on the program next week. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be called homers, or I'm going to be called homer again, and we'll we'll get some Titans on. Uh, so that's the challenge, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.